Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, uh, which of course is your opportunity to be as planned and prepared as possible for today's trading opportunities. Uh, let's get straight into it then. We'll, um, today, of course, is now the first day of the trading month. Uh, yesterday turned out to be uh, an incredibly explosive trading day. Um, very quiet for most of the morning session, but the afternoon with all the jobs data out of the US and also Jerome Powell, uh, which is what we were talking an awful lot about yesterday, um, came out and probably did the one thing that he was saying for the last few meetings that he wouldn't he wouldn't do, um, which is profoundly support market market um, volatility uh, asset prices. You know he's he's come out and he's basically kind of given a green light to those buyers to to continue to buying to buy aggressively, uh, and we'll show you how far off you know all time highs we are. Um, we're not we're not that far at all. So let's uh, let's get in and we'll have a quick look at all of this. Um, all profitable traders they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we want to exit, enter and exit these markets? We want to take control of that decision making process. Uh, how do we manage risk? Hopefully we calculate our exposure prior to entry. Um, how do we manage each trade once they move in our favor? We want to try and go with those market moves and trade psychology. All of these are very important facets. Uh, to trading financial markets and we want to uh we, we we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms that that's that's the whole point of this session is to plan and prepare well uh, so we understand what's happening and where the opportunities lie and then apply it in our live trade rooms um so and we're strong advocates of being uh, consistent in our approach accurate with the levels we use it's not a one-size-fits-all approach to trading it's it's each trade has its own characteristics so um we use very specific levels for different trades uh, be disciplined with your with your capital and of course be patient as well so let's start with a review of these potential market moving news so it was all about jerome powell and and i suppose to the uh, the jobs numbers so yesterday uh if we if we whip through these uh these little news events so we had adp numbers to begin with uh, coming in much lower than expecta expectations. So 196 were, were pretty much priced in and we came in considerably lower. Um, so that's the first bit of bad news is good news for markets. And then uh, the GDP. So we're expecting 2.8. You can see we've had a slight uptick. So uh, inflation's marginally coming down. The jobs numbers, ADP are coming down um, and in terms of growth, GDP is marginally higher. So it's not a, not a bad situation um, all in all. And, and now we then move on to job, job openings. And again, coming in hotter than expected, the, the Fed are wanting to see this number dwindle quite considerably um, because currently there, there, there is over... Um, certainly there's close to two jobs available for every unemployed person in the US. So that's a very strong jobs market. And this, this we're likely to see a, a, perhaps over the coming months, a significant movement in this number uh, to the downside, of course, uh, at some point in, in the near future. And then the, the big news event kicked in. We had Jerome Powell, 630. 
um, talking about all the usual suspects, economic outlook, inflation, the labor market. Um, so the markets reacted really quite aggressively. And it was a bit surprising, really, to, to think that the um, that he would now change his view slightly and become an, an awful lot more dovish than what he's been uh, for, for, for half of the year. So for us, what he's pretty much done is is potentially made things worse. If we have a um, a slight uptick in, in inflation, if it remains stubbornly high, then the Fed have proceeded, have basically shot themselves in the foot. They've missed an opportunity to, to really try and get above inflation. Um, and what we saw was a, a fairly significant reaction from the bond markets, which is really why this... Um, why these stock markets rallied so aggressively is we saw a, a very significant, um, fairly sharp move to the downside. So you can see where um, there is this uh, risk on kind of market condition in these markets. It's not across the board, but it, it is uh, it is there to be identified. So let's have a look at these markets and we'll show you the impact of uh, yesterday's news. Um, not as straightforward as you would anticipate if I show you the price action uh, in this trade. It looks like a straightforward trade. Um, we started out, you know, prices were, were really quite quite aggressive. There was a lot of up and down. We, we were sort of pulling back off the lows. We had the flush trade to the downside, strong pullback. Uh, we, we, we basically made a new low. And then the, uh, the the real price action kicked in, and we saw four hours of very, very aggressive bullish uh, response to these markets. So that's what we saw in a relatively short period of time. So the question is, um, what do we do at this stage? Um, there's still a, a strong um, recession coming. I don't think anyone would deny that. Um, how big will the recession be and how long will it last for is 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 the questions that these markets will be asking themselves. So that initial sort of positivity is really quite interesting. Um, we're very close to 4,100. All-time highs are 4,800. There's a, a 700, um, if I zoom in a bit more for you, there's a 700 pip um, move before we actually get to all-time highs. And, and yesterday's range alone, uh, if we take the low of the 39.40 up to the high of 40.93, admittedly, we don't get days like that every day, but you can see we're probably five days away from um, these very unattainable all-time highs. Now, do we think we'll get there? Probably not with this recession coming in, but it just shows you that how... Um, these markets are really trying to grab on to any little dovish or any little positive signal. And we've been talking about this, it's more of a behavior. Um, uh, and, and that's what we saw yesterday. Now there is an interesting, we must sort of take note if we're looking at the S&P 500, um, there is, There's this important trend line, um, as you can see, coming down across the top of that. And it just takes out the top of this. So we're very interested to see 
you know, how would prices react around this sort of 40, 80 level? And actually, they, they kind of pretty much ran into a brick wall. Um, so what, what you get now at this stage is quite a lot of consolidation up at these higher levels, which is quite interesting for us. Um, if you look at a little sell trade, you've got, you know, a very, very tight um, stop loss with, with, a, with a high risk reward uh, in the trade. So we can, um, we can position ourselves to risk on. We can also prepare ourselves for those risk off trades. And that's like these markets looking at yesterday's price action and um, thinking perhaps it was a, it's a pretty, pretty significant uh, overreaction. But you can see the overall trend really since October is pretty much um, thrusting higher. And we had another move yesterday uh, across the board, really sizable move uh, in, in the NASDAQ as well. And we've just bounced up to the 200 period moving average or pretty close to it. Um, if we look at the 200 period moving average there, it's 12.143, just the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. So we're only, um, you know, let's say 80, 80 points away from actually running into that 200 period moving average. So positivity for, for the FTSE as well, just with a lot of resistance up at these higher levels, as you can see. Um, it's been a pretty linear move since, you know, towards the end of September. It's been a straight pullback from 67.05 up to 76.40. So quite a surprising but spectacular move um, for UK stocks. that's again quite considerable move since september um now we've got weather conditions you know potentially getting a lot colder across the eurozone now over the next few weeks and um at the moment we're doing okay from an energy perspective but if that if the weather hits badly or, or bites badly um it might start becoming a bit more of a challenge for the eurozone um, we've got inflation across some economies like the German economy and, and the Spanish economy, you know, looking like we're rolling over and it's coming down a bit. We have um, stubborn inflation in France, so it's not all um, a positive picture and there's strong resistance up at these slightly higher levels. We'll probably keep track really with what's going on with the US indices. So a strong move yesterday in the Nikkei, followed by a really strong reversal, um, and that's what that's one of the trades that we can certainly look look at up at these highs when when you've run into these um, strong potential resistance levels. Um, Bitcoin strong bounce yesterday up at seventeen thousand now, so we're off the fifteen and a half thousand lows. There's a little mini structural failure trade to the upside. But as you can imagine, probably a very challenging market now for, for and, and will be for the coming weeks and months, we would assume. Uh, commodities, 
Um, we've got strong resistance around these monthly lows, and now we've got this rollover to the downside again. So um, we had a really negative uh, crude oil inventories number uh, out yesterday as well, if we just take a quick look at that. So uh, crude oil inventories, uh, we're expecting a negative 3.2. Uh, we saw a negative 12.6. So that is... Um, likely to to support the price even further so we had a um if there's less stock then there is likely to be more demand um and prices are likely to push higher so we saw that bounce yesterday but we, we've we're bouncing off strong resistance levels this is what we look for really here at the live trade room we look for these very strong and powerful uh, support resistance levels and the 8113 is exactly that it was the exact price that we sold back here um i can't remember i think it was this initial break i think uh so we've been at this level before and these levels and prices are, are always very important to take note of so we can have a look for maybe some some downside um there's a the dollar weakness seems to be unwinding just a little bit um just looking at the the currencies now the, the yen has been one of the biggest performers um as you know we were talking a lot yesterday about the yen um we were in the the pound yen to the downside and as it was pushing higher you know it took us out of the trade above the 166.68 but we we maintained our bearish position on on the pound yen um, but was surprised to, that the price has actually pushed as high as they did. But this is the nature of these markets at the moment. They're, they're quite erratic. And then eventually we saw the very significant rollover to the downside, followed by the downward move, uh, the continuation trade today. So so absolutely the correct trade. Um, yesterday, with yesterday's sort of very volatile markets, it, it was clearly the wrong time uh, for the trade. So a bit of a retracement off these highs. You can see the, the, the resistance up at these higher levels for the euro dollar. Um, we'll see if, if, the, if the pound starts to retrace, that would be an interesting trade. We've broken these lows now in, in the dollar yen. It's a tough trade to, to get into, bearing in mind yesterday's kind of massive volatility across the US indices. There was marginally better opportunities, you know, elsewhere. Dollar Swiss strong retracement yesterday, so the, the Swiss really strengthened. So indices higher, dollar weakened across the board, and um, now we're looking to see if we get some reversal in that price action. Really, I think is is our uh, The euro pound and the yen. So there's clearly an appetite for the yen. Okay, this makes our trade plan just slightly controversial maybe more than anything um so let's get up our
let's get up this. So, so really, our focus yesterday was was primarily on on the EN, um, bearing in mind all of the news that was due out yesterday. You know, markets likely to move due to jobs data and Jay Powell's speech. Um, remember, good news is likely to be bad news for the markets and vice versa. So. It was kind of a, a mixed bag a little bit, but certainly um, certainly some of the jobs data was um, like the ADP numbers, which coming in sort of 60, 70 job, thousand jobs less than, than anticipated was a, um, broadly speaking, a, a bad news number for, for jobs. Um, however, w what it began to do is to open up these markets to some very significant upside. It was likely to support that trade. And that's kind of what we saw. Uh, although I appreciate it was quite a mixed bag with the GDP number as well coming in above expectation and the job openings numbers very, very strong. Um, you know, you, you would be forgiven for, for, you know, potentially looking to take these markets in, in either direction. But the um, the Jay Powell speech was the was the the deal uh, clincher. So um, it was such a, a dovish and surprisingly for us, a surprisingly dovish speech that um, we weren't surprised to see the very significant moves that we saw across the US indices to the upside and the, the hammering in the dollar. So now we need to navigate these markets again. Uh, so we are trading risk on market conditions. I think it's fair. So we can look for continuation trades, i.e. further momentum to the upside for the indices and further dollar weakness, but we can also um, look for those reversal trades and see if they start feeding through uh, as long as they're all around major levels of support and resistance. So we can work with the premise that we're likely to get further risk on. You see something like the S&P, we're running into strong resistance. You can see the NASDAQ running into strong resistance. So you just want to be mindful of that particular event. Um, so it's kind of a risk on market condition. I think that's fair to say off the back of yesterday's um, developments. We can look for the reversal. Um, so, and we will just keep it simple: um, U.S. U.S. dollar uh, weakness. 
and uh, we can add add um, yen strength to that. So it's a little bit broader than than we would perhaps like, but I think it's important that we do keep our options open today. And if we start seeing strong rollover trades, what we have, because we'd be a little bit more bearish in these markets, we understand that, you know, there's a lot of traders and investors um, doing everything they can to, to, to jump on any buy trades at the moment, uh, because their, their bonuses are literally on the line. So any opportunity for them to jump in really quite aggressively, they, they took, not just yesterday, but on a few occasions over the last month or two, um, they're just taking these sort of, you know, massive risk trades to actually drive prices higher. And they're currently winning that little, that little battle. It doesn't make it a rational trade, but it does make it uh, a positive one. And Jerome Powell, you know, kind of stepped in just to ease those conditions for them um, as we close out the year. So very, very interesting. Uh, to see what, what 2023 is going to bring. So really, our market summary is based on risk on market conditions purely off the back of yesterday's moves. So we would be initially looking for US indices strength, those markets to push higher. We'd be looking for the, the dollar to weaken uh, pretty much across the board. And there might also be some good opportunities in some yen strength. So we can look for these continuation trades. That's not a massive problem for us. But we will also be keenly aware and potentially um, looking to take advantage of any kind of reversal trade, especially if they're around major support resistance levels like your S&P 500, like your NASDAQ uh, and markets of that nature, uh, the euro dollar as well. So we want to keep both options open. I think that's important to say. So look, I'll post this into the chat box now for you guys. Yeah, sorry, I, sorry, I just did it. Um, I've just posted it there into the chat box. So on that note, guys, thanks very much for joining us. Hopefully that makes a little bit of sense in terms of trying to digest exactly why these markets move in the way that they are and, and, and how do we then go about positioning ourselves uh, in those trades. So, um, so any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box and happy to answer them before we close off. Uh, thank you as always for joining us. We'll be back again. Um, Ash. Let me just say, we do trade these markets live every day. We apply this trade plan in real time in our live trade rooms uh, from 8 a.m. Uh, for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the, for the U.S. trading session. And you can access this through your members area, of course. So just log in uh, and click on the relevant um, trade room and you'll be able to get instant access there. And uh, for more information, just go to the live trade room.com. Uh, we'd be happy to help you if we can. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.